0: A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitan Ar-Rajim Bismillah Ar-Rahman rahim Inna al-lazina jāā'u bil-ifki uzbatun minkum la tahsabuhu sharrun lakum bal huwa khairun lakum li kulli mri'im minum maktasaba minal ithm wal-lazhi tawalla kibrauhu minum lahu athabun azim al-azim Alhamdulillah wa the fuzzle of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Tonight was the seventeenth tarawih and we completed the eighteenth juz of the Qur'an. In it there were two surahs that were recited or three surahs one we began towards the ending of the taraweeh but the two surahs that were completed were surah mumin and surah nur in surah nur Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala discusses many many laws regarding hijab and the covering of a woman etc now there is one very very important incident that comes about in Surah Al-Nur, in the ayat that is I recited, إِنَّ اللَّذِينَ جَاءُوا بِالْإِفْكِ. Herein Allah Ta'ala frees and exonerates our beloved mother, Hazrat Aisha, رَضِيَ Ta'anha, and purifies her and absorbs her from any form of evil and slander that was directed towards her. The incident is that it was the habit of Rasulullah that whenever he used to go on any journey then he used to draw lots and in that way he used to choose from among the Azwajim al to as his companion on the journey. So this journey was towards the Banu Mustaliq. It was the turn of Hazrat Aisha Al-Kubra, our respected mother to accompany Rasulullah on his journey. So she traveled with Rasulullah on his journey and on their return they stopped at a certain place and at that time the hijab laws, the Azwaj mutahara they used to travel on top of the camel. And a carriage was made for them which had curtains on either side and this used to be placed on top of the camera so when they stopped at that place this carriage was lowered down Hazrat Aisha came, came out of it and after a while an announcement was made that this army of Rasulullah will be departing shortly so if any person has any need they, should fulfill, they have, can fulfill it prior to the group departing so Aziz Aisha had a need to relieve herself So she went far away And when she returned She realized that she had forgotten her necklace So she went back to fetch it But subsequently what happened The men that were appointed to carry the carriage of Aziz Aisha did not know Whether she was inside or not And due to the laws of hijab they did not open it and they could not see, and she was so light that when they carried it and they placed it on top, they did not realize that she was not inside. So the animal that was supposed to carry her continued. And when she came she realized that the army has now departed. But she did not she did not grieve, she was relaxed and she remained in that place. And she knew that Nabi wasallam sooner or later would realize that she is not worth and he will send somebody to come and find her, or something like that will happen. So she lay down and she fell asleep also. And the narrator of the hadith says that Aisha, she mentions that I fell asleep and I was awoken by the sound of someone reciting Inna Lillahi wa Inna Lih And she mentions too that I did not hear anything from this person ghayra istirja'ihi except him reciting Inna Lillahi wa Inna Lih raji'un. Those were the only words that I heard from this person. And this person was a Sahabi of Rasulullah. Nabi Akrim, it was his habit that whenever the army used to move, then he used to appoint one Sahabi to remain slightly behind. If anyone dropped anything, or if anything was left behind, then it was his duty to pick it up and thereafter join with the army. So Hazrat Safan ibn Mu'attal as Sulami radiallahu anhu was the Sahabi that Nabi Akrim appointed. And immediately when he came, he saw it was Hazrat Aisha, he recognized her from before the laws of hijab. Immediately when he recited, lillahi wa inna Ali Raji'un, she covered her face. He went in front of his animal. He asked his animal to lean, to kneel down. Hazrat Aisha climbed upon the animal and he led the animal with Hazrat Aisha behind it. And not long later, they rejoined Rasulullah However, as they were joining rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam raisul Munafiqeen abdullah ibn ubay ibn salul he saw these two sahaba sahabiya wife of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ummul mu'minin coming so he seized the opportunity to now start spreading malicious rumors and just by looking at that he began spreading rumors amongst the other munafiqeen. And it so happened that amongst the Sahaba, three also became caught up in this. One was Hazrat Hassan bin Sabit anhu, one was Hazrat Mistah, and the other was Hazrat Hamna bin Tajahsh, who was a sister of our beloved mother, Hazrat Zainab bin Tajahsh radiallahu ta'ala anha. So this rumor began spreading amongst the people, and it also reached Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi but Hazrat Aisha did not know about it. So as time passed, she realized that Nabi ﷺ was not his normal self. He used to inquire about the others in his household. But he was not as compassionate towards her as he normally was. And definitely, my respected brothers, it was definitely something that caused a lot of grief to Rasulullah ﷺ as well. One day, Hazrat Aisha mentions that I was going out to relieve myself and... I was going with the mother of Hazrat Mistah, radiAllahu anhu and as I was going, she slipped. And as she slipped, she said that may curses be upon Mistah, who was her own son. So I said, Aisha rebuked her and said that how can you speak about a Sahabi who witnessed brother like that? So she mentions that did you not hear the rumors that are going on about you? So thereafter, she when she inquired further and she learned what happened. So she went home. And she became very very ill as a result of this. So she took permission from Rasulullah to go and spend some time with her parents. Nabi Akhari gave her permission. And when she went home, she was crying, her mother was crying, a lot of crying. And thereafter her mother consoled her and said, don't worry about it. This normally happens when there are many co-wives. And her mother consoled her. said, Aisha mentioned that I knew a time will come when Allah Ta'ala will now absorb me of this slander and Allah will reveal the truth to Rasulullah sallallahu in a form of a dream and like this one entire month passed in this way one entire month passed and Hazrat Aisha mentions that this was a very very difficult days for me obviously she was extremely innocent and this was a malicious slander against her that she was involved in some sort of relationship was Hazrat ibn al-Sulami anhu. So she mentioned that I became very ill. I couldn't sleep at night, and we can understand also what must have been the condition of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. If any one of us were to be placed in this situation, if someone were to slander our partners, it will obviously be a slander against us also, and it will be a very very difficult for the person, who, for the husband also to bear. So she mentions that once I was in the company of Rasulullah and Nabi wasallam broke out into sweat. And it was such that whenever wahi was revealed upon Rasulullah wasallam, even if it was on the coldest of days, Nabi Kareem used to break, beads of sweat used to be found on the Mubarak forehead of Rasulullah And Nabi Kareem wahi came upon Rasulullah and an entire month passed in this way. And wahi came upon Rasulullah wasallam. And thereafter Nabi Akareim Sallallahu Alaihi recited the ayat inna Ladina Ja'ubil Ifki Ozbatum Minkum that those that group of them they have committed a malicious slander and Hazrat Aisha Radrun is free from this and gave glad tidings thereafter to Hazrat Aisha Radhir Anha. Hazrat Aisha used to boast about this and she said that others when, when slanders were made against others it is mentioned regarding Hazrat Maryam Salam. Then a child spoke and freed uh, uh, Hazrat Maryam a.s. Similarly, when the slander was made against Hazrat Yusuf Salam, Allah Ta'ala made a child speak. But here, Allah Ta'ala revealed the innocence of Hazrat Aisha a.s. in the Qur'an of Majid. So thereafter, very, many ayat came down that those that committed the slander it is a wrong. And Allah Ta'ala rebuked them. That لَوْلَا إِذْ سَمِعْتُمُونَ ظُنَّ الْمُؤْمِنُونَ الْمُؤْمِنَاتِ بِأَنفُسِهِمْ خَيْرًا وَقَالُوا هَذَا إِفْكُمْ مُبِينَ That whenever any believer, one was those that the person that started it, and the other is those that hear about it. That why does not one mu'min think good about another mu'min and say that this is an open slander. وَلَوْلَا إِذْ سَمِعْتُمُونَ قُلْتُمْ why did they not, when they hear about this, say that it is not appropriate for us to even talk about it, even discuss it? Subhana هَذَا بُهْتَانٌ Azim. Verily this is a clear and open uh, slander and a misguidance. Ya Izo an ta'udu limithlihi abadan in kuntum minin. Allah Ta'ala advises you that never to repeat such a thing wherein a person slanders someone who is innocent, Wa you be inullahula al ayat wallahu hakim. Thereafter Allah Tala mentions that fi amanu. Verily, those who begin spreading slander, who make up rumours, for them is a severe punishment in this dunya and in the akhirat la And what was that punishment in this dunya? Those the person that started it, Abdullah ibn Ubay ibn Salul, Raisul Munafiqin, he was given 80 lashes, double. 40 lashes for starting of the rumor, and 40 lashes for spreading the rumor. And the rest of them, even those uh, sahaba who were involved in it, Hazrat Hassan bin Sabid, Mistah and Hamna, they were also given 40 lashes. And thereafter Allah t.a. mentions that, it is the f- f- mercy of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, and Allah Taala is most compassionate and Allah Taala is most merciful. So, friends and elders, this is one incident that I mentioned, and we find that in our today's time also, it is something that you should be very, very careful of. Many a times, especially in today's time with the advent of social media, it is so easy now to start spreading a rumor, and then we put it below it "forwarded as received," as if this will now. Absolve you from any responsibility many a times you hear something you know too. it is not it, it might look far from the truth or it's half the truth or it is completely lies but you send it and thereafter you put underneath it forward it as received that I'm not sure whether it's true or not but it could be true but friends and elders we find that here there are warnings regarding such a thing one is, we do not know, we might send it to one person And that person might send it to one group And that might go many groups And before you know it, the entire country knows about it So easy rumors are spread nowadays But the sin is on the person that started it also So we have to be very very careful in this And we find the warnings Allah Ta'ala in so many ayah of the Quran mentions bi <laughs> If you see anything happening What is your duty? <speaks in the> arbaat <waren> To bring about four witnesses, you need four witnesses first. If you want to pursue the matter further, فَإِذَا لَمْ يَأْتُوا بِشُهَادَةٍ فَأُولَئِكَ عِندَ اللَّهِ هُمُ الْكَافِرُونَ If you don't have any witnesses regarding it, then in the eyes of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, you are regarded as a liar. May Allah Subhanahu wa Taala protect us. May Allah Taala save us. May Allah Taala get us all. Wa khulu da'wanan.